So we saw in the Chavis Alvavis in the previous Shia that he talks about the difference between the mitzvahs which apply to the Ivarim, to the body, and the mitzvahs which apply to the Levavis, which apply to the person's thoughts and his feelings. And we saw whereas the Torah can dictate the one, and there can be mitzvahs which a person accepts without understanding, the Torah can't dictate in the same way the other, and therefore mitzvahs which are based on feelings and thoughts have to be mitzvahs which are understood. Now, the Chavis Havavus Rebbeinu Bechaya reveals to us a little bit of his reasons for writing the Sefer. And he says, Since the Mitzvahs of the Torah are divided into these two categories, which is again, the Mitzvahs which affect the person's body, which affects the person's feelings, I checked into the Sfarim of the which preceded him, since the time of the Gemara, there be many Sfarim written during the time of the Goenim, or even the Rishonim who were before Rabbein Abachaye, is I want to check them. I wanted to see what they said, how they explained these mitzvahs, which are the hidden mitzvahs. All the Sfarim that he was aware of would fall into one of three categories. The first one was explanations or interpretation of the Psukim, of the Torah and of the Nevi'im. And how are they explained? There were two styles of explanation. Or which was to explain the words of the Psukim so people can understand whose mother tongue wasn't Lashon HaKodesh, what the meaning of the Psukim was. Or or to explain the language, which means Lashon HaKodesh and its various rules of how the words are used as conjunctions or as adverbs or as the different forms the words could take, which we call the Shema Shachal HaVarev the different ways that the words could be constructed. When attacking Milosev, Kasifra ben Janach, Bali HaMasiris, or Mishin Lakuminarak. There's also a number of books preceding the Chavis Alvavus, and that was books written on, on Diktok. The two most famous ones of Donash ben Labrat and Menachem ben Sorak, he doesn't mention, but those, they're Sfarim and their dictionaries and their rules of Diktok also preceded the Chavis Alvavus. So that was one style of the Sfarim which had been written. The second, Vayin Hashani, the Chabir and Yane Amitzvah Saldarech And that was to enlist the Mitzvahs. Maybe in an abbreviated form that people could remember easily. Like he says, like, or to bring halacha to Maisa. In other words, psakim of halacha, kirchus psukas, gdelis, that's the bahag, vadaimilahem, oichalik mechalkeim, not in all the mitzvahs, but on specific mitzvahs. In the answers that they gave to questions, the mitzvahs are good for piskadinim. Where it applies to mitzvahs, how a person, what a person needs to do, or psakalacha in many cases. So he said, I saw a lot of halachas written on different on different topics of halacha, either on all the mitzvahs of the Torah as a generalized sefer, or on specific answers to halachic questions which were shared as a chavis. And this also, besides what he mentions, we have from the Goenim, the chavis Goenim, and we have Siddur Ramram Gon, and we have the chavis of Rav Gon, and we have the Sheiltus, and many others for him like that. And in the third category, 
Bilvovenu, Bedarke Harayus. Proofs for the veracity of Torah, proofs for Emuna, and at the same time, Chavas Apikarsi. Those uh, Sarim which deal with rebutting the arguments of either the other religions or the philosophers, or even the sects of dissidents within Klai Yisrael, such as the Karaim. So there was a lot, a lot of literature from the Goanim on that as well. Kasefa Emunas, and Zevashash Adas, Kasefa Makamis, we don't have a Tzafi today, Vadaimelehem, some of the Sfarim are of Sajigan. And therefore, this is that's what I found as far which have already been written. But he says, I searched. And I didn't find any of these far which relate to a person's matzpun, his hidden self. And therefore, I saw the Shachach Mazes, Shachach Mazes, the Chachma of a person's feelings, no one wrote a Sefer to explain it. And the Sefer, the roots of the Chayos of Ovis and what the, all the results which obligate the person. But to matter, I was very surprised. Why did nobody feel important enough to write a Sefer to explain or to guide a person how to keep the mitzvahs which apply to the person's thoughts? So he tries to think of possible resolutions. And the first thing Rebbeinu B'chayi thinks, Ashramati, I said, Ashramati, believe me, I thought, I said in my heart, Shema min azir min amitzvus, eina nukhayabi babin atayra. Maybe it's not really a chiyub. Maybe not mitzvah to do it. And if that's, oh, it's brought in the Torah, he gave examples before. Maybe it's brought as something which is an optional extra. Something which is ke'ilu, uh, a person who wants to become a tzaddik, a chosid, advance their level would keep but it's not something that the Torah obligates everybody and why would that be a reason not to write a Sefer because the argument would then be that first you write a Sefer on a Chiyuf something which is more in the realm of so then every person for themselves can feel where they're holding what they need to do it's not something which lends itself to uh, to a Sefer which is Shavadach which applies equally in any way to everybody and therefore he says, Maybe That's what's proper to do, what's, what's admirable if a person does. But, but it's in the category of those things which are which are voluntary. And if a person wants to volunteer to do more, and a person wants to uh, choose to live on a higher level, that's fantastic. But it's not something which obligates everybody, and therefore everybody can decide for themselves if and what and how much they want to keep. So that's what he was thinking. And if that's the case, if it's something which is optional, we aren't going to stand judgment of why didn't we do that or be punished for, for, for our failure to perform. And therefore, since maybe that's why volcanic Timak Edmonim Lechabri Besefer, maybe that was the right no one wrote Svarim on it. But Rabbeinu Bechai says that having thought about that and entertained the option, I decided it couldn't be. I tried to check regarding these mitzvahs, which apply to a person's feelings. And I checked from all the three areas the Torah was given to us. We saw previously that when the Torah was given to us in writing, the Torah was given to us with the Masara Balpeh, 
and also with the person's seichel, which he needs in order to understand and learn how to apply the Torah. So the Chavis Lovis uses all three. I checked by Chavis Lovis min seichel, min akosov, min akabalah, from logic, from what it says in the Pesukim, and we have a Messiah, to check if this is a Chiyav or not, and his conclusion, not just that they are Chiyav, but they are basis for all the other Mitzvahs. And therefore, being as a basis for the mitzvahs, without the chayvus of in place, then there's going to be something miss, something missing in the person's fulfillment of the mitzvahs, which require action as well. Now, at this point, let's just stop you to elaborate for a moment, because there's a big chiddush over here. And there is the idea which the chayvus of says here. Just by the way, there's a concept of a mitzvah which is a more a, of a yesod. Of more of a of, of a foundation on which other mitzvahs rest. In other words, there's such a concept of we could ask the question: Are all mitzvahs the same, and each one is the chiyuv is equal, and just the Torah commanded us to do all of them? So therefore, the chiyuv to fulfill every mitzvah is the same as each other. Or do we say there's some mitzvahs which their fulfillment is more, so to speak, central to the Torah, in which case they become Let's call them primary mitzvahs, ikhri mitzvahs, and other mitzvahs which we fulfill is only in some way to promote or to remind us of or to help us keep the primary mitzvahs. Is it such a concept or not? And this is a big machlagas in the Rishonim. There were those Rishonim who held that we don't grade mitzvahs into more important, more central, less important, because all the mitzvahs share the common theme that they were commanded by Hashem, as it makes them important. We do what Hashem told us to do, regardless of we do what Hashem told us to do to keep Shabbos, or we do what Hashem told us to do to blow the Shafa, or we do what Hashem told us to do to judge fairly, or any other mitzvah to say a person wants to choose. When it comes to mitzvah Lotase, this wasn't such a question, because by mitzvah Lotase, we can see the severity the mitzvah has by the punishment that the Torah warns us that the person who transgresses the mitzvah is going to get. And therefore, we understand from that that if the punishment for transgressing the mitzvah is much more severe, then we let understand that the Avera is a much more severe Avera. And therefore those things, for example, which carry the penalty of being high of miss if a person doesn't do them, or a person transgresses and does them, we understand that's a much more severe punishment because must, must be it's a much more uh, serious Avera. Whereas when it comes to mitzvahs, we don't find the Torah breaking mitzvahs into different categories and, and having grading some as being different to others. And if that's the case, the question is, does it apply to mitzvahs too? Is there a difference? Are there different levels of mitzvahs? Or are all mitzvahs considered the same? So, on this, the lesson of the Chavis Alvavis is that he found the Chavis Alvavis to be the Ikreha mitzvahs, to be mitzvahs on which other mitzvahs rest. They're like the basic mitzvahs. Tanah de Masayaya, a second Rishon, who concurs with his opinion, Really, he voices the same idea, even he came later, but he says the same thing with the Ramban. The Ramban in the end of Parashas Boy famously, when he talks about the concept of remembering Sias Mitzrayim. So the Ramban there says that remembering Sias Mitzrayim is a central theme in the Torah. And many, many other mitzvahs are built around the concept of, of remembering Sias Mitzrayim. Whether it's all the mitzvahs of Pesach, or even the mitzvahs of the other Yavim Taivim, whether it's uh, Tfilin or Tzitzis or 
I understand one's weight. All these, all these mitzvahs, the Torah mentions them in reference to Zechah Yisrael Mitzrayim. They all revolve around Yisrael Mitzrayim. And from that, the Rabbanu wants to say, you see that Yisrael Mitzrayim is, so to speak, a foundation. It's a central point. And the other mitzvahs revolve around that. And therefore, same thing over here, the Chodesh of says, there's a concept of mitzvahs which are central, maybe to the to Yiddishkeit, and other mitzvahs revolve around those. What's going to decide that something is more central to Yiddishkeit? So this is part of the understanding of the Tarban writes, the concept of Ikrim, which means the same mitzvahs which the, the knowledge thereof is based on the concept of Arimunah. So it's not just a question of what the Mukhlif should do, it shapes how we understand, it shapes what we believe, what we know to be true. And if we see this Mitzrayim was our lesson, which we saw with our own eyes, to the Emunah that Hashem is in control of the world, and Hashem runs the world, and being as that's a part of our Emunah, that becomes the central theme, a mitzvah to, to have Emunah, which we were shown with our own eyes in Mitzrayim. And then the mitzvahs, which remind us of Mitzrayim, are, so to speak, part of the mitzvahs which come to to hammer home or to remind us or to make real to us that central principle, and that is Emun and Hashem. And therefore the same thing we're going to say over here, that the Chavis Alvavis, the mitzvahs of the heart, are he called central mitzvahs because they primary, primarily uh, speak to our Ashkafas, and what Hashem expects from us, and the mitzvahs which involve our bodies, so to speak, uh, work around the Chavis Alvavis to strengthen them or to promote them. So he says, that's what I found, that the Chavis Alvavis are central. And how did he find this? He said, on three levels, from Seichel, and from what says in the Pesachim, and from Aramisari. So he's going to first present his argument in Seichel, which means we have to think. It's, he's saying something which is based on logic. Let's see if we understand the logic. And he says, This is something axiomatic. No one questions it. There's a physical part of the person, his body, and there's a non-physical part of the person, which we call his nefesh, or his neshama sometimes. At a simple level, it doesn't just refer to spiritual things. It also refers to the part of a person, which is his mind and his personality, and his sense of self, and his feelings. And, Both things that Kaddish Baruch created, which comprise a human being, his body and his neshama, are both a chedek of Hashem's chesed to us. The only difference is, one is visible, the other one not. But, if we're responsible to utilize what Kaddish Baruch gave him, gave us positively, and the way to use the that Hashem gave us is to use it to serve Him, and that's therefore when look what Hashem gave us, He really gave us two parts. He gave us a nefesh, He gave us a body. And therefore, If that's the case, both parts of what HaKadosh Baruch gave us are meant to be used to serve Him. If we have the general principle that everything HaKadosh Baruch creates is everything HaKadosh Baruch creates is to be used to serve Him in some way, so every part of the person which Hashem creates is also meant to be used to serve Him in some way. How do we use our bodies to serve Hashem? Our glory, 
The mitzvahs which apply to our bodies, the mitzvahs which apply to the mouth, to the ears, to the eyes, to the feet, to the hands. All those are mitzvahs which a person can use his body to perform. And by doing that, so to speak, then a person justifies the creation of his body because he's using it for Vodas Hashem. Now, the obvious examples of mitzvahs of the body are mitzvahs which involve, like we said, eating or doing things with one's hands. The examples he's going to give, it's very interesting. These are also in the category of what he calls haglias, which means chayvis, which applies to a person's body. So his example, haglias, chayvis, the chayvah which, relies, which re, re, relates to the person's body, such as atvila, davening, that can use the person's mouth, but same fasting, you know, the lack of eating applies to the body, but stalker, giving stalker, velimutara, velanda, teaching and learning Torah. That's also something which isn't a chayvah salvavus, which is a chiddish task. Learning Torah is chayvah sevarim, can you a person to speak the Torah when he learns it? Say it aloud, and therefore it has a gather of something a person needs his body to do. Those who all understand the mitzvahs applied to the body, what it needs, what it takes to do the mitzvah is a person's senses. And therefore, for sure, the mitzvahs which apply to doing or hearing, seeing, obviously apply to person's senses. And what she's saying is, is that even mitzvah Talmud Torah. Is also called the mitzvah of the Ebar. With which chush does a person pick up Torah? With which of his senses? So simply, it's his sense of hearing. Because a person has to say, learn aloud, and therefore he would hear the words he was saying. Also, the element of speech then, because if a person wants to learn aloud, the chush wants to teach Torah, so it's going to affect the act of speaking too. On the other hand, the hidden avoider applies to the avoider, and it's not something a person has to share, not even through speech. It's an avoider that is within the person, that we should come to a complete feeling of Yichud Hashem in our hearts, and our trust in HaKadosh Baruch and His Torah is strong, is complete, it's also in our hearts. We accept to serve him. We're going to fear him. We're going to humble ourselves to him. If we do something wrong, we'll be embarrassed of it in front of him. Those are all feelings too. And on our positive side, we'll love him. We'll trust in him. And we're willing to be moist and effish, to give up our lives for him. Why is being moist and effish called the chaybus and the bobbis? The chaybus is something physical that a person needs to do. Hello, what? We've seen a principle and a number of them. We see here in the Shreem to the same thing. And that is that even if a person right now isn't in a position or in the place where he's being asked to give up his life for the Torah, but a person can make that mitzvah every day by being willing, from his point of view, to, get, to be most nefesh. And therefore, when he says that part of the Chavos of Lovis is the Nimshin Nashusenai love, it doesn't mean that right now a person is dying on a daily basis, but it means from the person's understanding and the person's perspective, he's clear enough on the Emunah and his commitment to Hashem that he's, offering, he's willing to offer up his life if he would ever be required to do so. So those are all parts of Chayva Sevar. It says, more, Vashinifrash, Miyashir Yisno, turn away from what Hashem doesn't like. Vashinifrash, Miyashir Yisno, 
of Yududu, we should do with the right Kavana. Therefore, he sums up that what is necessary is what a person has to do with his thoughts. Because without the parts of the body being involved. And therefore, for sure, there's a lot of the kind there as well. Now, so what he said? He said, Hashem creates a person with a body, Hashem creates a person with a neshama, they're both meant to be used to serve Hashem. And the body is used to serve Hashem with the volume of the body. And if that's the case, we're going to have to say that the, the plimus of a person, his seichel, was created to serve Hashem with his plimus. If that's the case, he continues, We are dati, diaspora, and it's clear to me, even the mitzvahs which are based on action, the person isn't going to complete them without his his rotten alev, without the, his anticipation to do the mitzvah, and the chayvetz nefesh, the desire of the person's nefesh to do the mitzvah properly. And therefore, if the person is just going to think of doing actions without Connecting it to what he wants and to what he feels, what's going to happen? If we must contain the thought, if we get the feeling that we're not meant to be thinking about the choosing to the voice of Hashem, and that's what we want to do, then what's going to happen is then what's going to happen is we're going to stop keeping the mitzvahs with our bodies as well. Why? A person only works in something when his nefesh pushes him to want to do it. When a person is motivated, he wants to do something, so it gives him the kayak, it gives him the inspiration to do it, to finish it. And if he doesn't have that, then he may on its own, the body doesn't want to do anything, so the whatever endeavor it was is going to grind to a halt. So, so for the Chavis of Avaz has made two observations. The first one is that all parts of a person should be used to serve Hashem. And just like as the nefesh, which is the body, the divine part of the person, there's his nefesh, his spiritual part, which is another part of the person. The understanding is that it wasn't created for nothing, and therefore it's an element which has to be used to serve Hashem in its way. A person needs his hands one way, his legs a different way, maybe his eyes a third, and his mouth a fourth. So, saying it's a different way that a person has to use. The Ruchnis Hashem put it into seven. That's the first point. And then he says the second point that even in the realm of the Chayvah Sayyavarim, the mitzvah that a person has to do as an action, he says the Maaseh, the feeling that a person has, adds a lot. Is, that's what's going to make the mitzvah happen. Because without the Chayvah, without the drive that a person feels for the mitzvah, so he's not going to be able to do it. And therefore, since we know that HaKadosh Baruch Hu was Mechai Ba'abayis to the mitzvahs, there's nothing to argue about. The, the, what the Torah says about doing mitzvahs is absolute, you have to do it. It's not, no one ever entertained the said that the mitzvahs which are re, 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 revolve around actions would be something which is optional. And if that's the case, since those mitzvahs are Echiyuv, wouldn't have been the right thing to leave our nefesh, 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 our n
They're the best, the choice parts of ourselves. That's where the part of the human being which is beyond the physical manifests itself, either how he feels or in how he thinks. And therefore, it shouldn't make sense that they wouldn't be used in the Vodas Hashem. And then, How does it make sense that the rest of the person's body is all constructed to serve Hashem in some way, and the, the most important parts of the person's body that's not his salvation, it doesn't, that can't be. And he says, that also would be able to do more to complete the body than any other part of the person. In other words, what they provide isn't something that any other part of the body can, sub- can substitute for. And therefore, for sure, if a person has the ability, so it makes sense that Hashem would use, want him to serve him with it as well. And therefore, so the logic is that HaKadosh Baruch was mitzvah with our bodies to keep the mitzvahs which we can keep with our bodies exactly the same way Hashem was mitzvah as with mitzvahs which we can keep with our minds or with our hearts. And then she says, the son of Shlema, Ukumura, and then it's mitzvah the end of Baris Baruch. That way our word is more shalem because it incorporates both parts of the person. It's not just relating to a person's actions. It's not just theoretical which relates to a person's thoughts. The word is something which combines what it's machai of a person to think and a person to do, and therefore it encompasses all parts of the way a person acts, and that's going to be Avodah Hashem. And therefore he says, if it's clear that that's far makes sense, which means it wouldn't make sense Hashem would leave out parts of the person which are the primary parts of the person that his life depends on, as not having a mitzvah to do. So there must be that the mitzvah is applied to the heart and the mind as well. And if that's the case, so that's our first chiyuv, or proof that there's a chiyuv for the mitzvah uh, the Bible is not just optional. And the second point, and that is being as the Nubavis need to be used in the actions as well, which means being as a person's feelings and thoughts need to be employed to be Makai in the mitzvah. So that's the case, so then it's clear that they also have a role to play in doing mitzvahs. Never the Chavis Nubavis is left with his first raya, his first proof, and it must be that when the Torah talks about mitzvahs, which apply to a person's thoughts and feelings, it's not just talking about optional extras. Because just like the mitzvahs of the body are not optional extras, that's what Hashem expects, uh, and that's what Hashem gave a person the body for, so it makes sense that there will be expectations of a person's nefesh and his ruach as well, and his neshama, because they're also, Hashem created it, He wants him to use it. And if Hashem needs him to use it, for other mitzvahs, so for sure HaKadosh Baruch needs a person to use it to make kind of those mitzvahs which are solely dependent on those areas of the person's uh, psyche. And therefore the Chavis Avavis completes his argument that you can't say that the reason why Svarim weren't written in the Chavis Avavis and by definition therefore we can't say that the whole khir we have to keep the mitzvahs of Avavis is something optional, something which is extra credit so to speak, which isn't the Chavis everybody. So it's not, there's no reason it shouldn't be Mechayev as much as any other mitzvah. Except, people do feel like that. People do feel that the Chayev of are extra credit. There's the basic mitzvahs like Shabbos and Kashas and Davening and Tfilin, which person's got to do. And then there are these mitzvahs like loving Hashem and fearing Hashem and being close to Hashem, which people feel that's in the realm of the few. It's not something which everyone can do. But that's part of the mistake. That's part of the mistake because... They've reduced keeping the mitzvahs to just the external level of action without having worked on the inner level that there is. 
And therefore they see as the chi of just that today. Well, peace for there's no reason I should be like that. It's like saying for a person who did a verse, he doesn't see that this thing was not, that he had to do differently. The same thing over here. People do think that the ikka is the mitzvah sevari, maybe because one can do them right away. It doesn't take time to build to the level. And therefore they think these are mitzvahs and everything else is like a nice hitter, it's a nice mind, it's an extra. So it's not true. Akhadish Baruch wouldn't leave something so central to the person without a mitzvah if it's important to Akhadish Baruch that it is every part of the person is a mitzvah. And you can say more than that too. If the mitzvah, the mitzvah so is going to be used in Tchilisa to bring back to life, to Mechaya, the part of the person which was used in doing the mitzvah, so then for sure there also has to be that potential to Mechaya a person's mind and his nefesh. And then also there, there have to be mitzvahs which are based on a person's thoughts and feelings, mitzvahs which a person's mechaya to. Now he can't keep it right. Now it takes a level to get to. So then it becomes part of the Chiyav too. And that is the Chiyav to to be able to reach the stage where a person can become these mitzvahs as well. And therefore, even though there's no previous form written, says the Rebbe I don't accept that as a reason because it didn't hold it was a mitzvah.